Welcome along, everybody. Welcome to the Under Starters Orders podcast, proudly sponsored by wine and alcohol. Um, and also, fresh face Chris this month, apart from this Tash, which is growing very slowly, unlike my friends who's growing quite quickly. Um, you can see everything now, all the double chins, everything. So be easy on me tonight. None of the uh, Keith Lemon quotes. That would be very much appreciated. Here comes Andy with the Keith Lemon quote. No, no Keith Lemon quote for me, Chris. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, feeling, well, feeling good about this weekend's racing, although I don't feel like shelling out a lot of peas. I was telling you saying that before to you. Yeah. Uh, just looks, just exciting. Some really good races. And two races in particular at, ne at Navan. Uh, mm. On Sunday, that really could be the the standing dishes this weekend, couldn't they? Yeah, um, it looks like we're going to have what Flooring Porter and Bob Ollinger and Zanahir all taking each other on at, at Navin, and I'll be down there as well on Sunday. Very much looking forward to it. Almost like a kid on Christmas Eve. I can say that to my, on Saturday maybe. Um, but no, the top top racing. Uh, Cheltenham looking good this week weekend, yeah. and um, Nice on Saturday, Navin on Sunday. Really like the Nationals is back now, and that's where all the attention will be going from here on in. It is. Uh, we've got another member of the squad who's joined us. He's here. He's brushed. He's brushed his uh, with his fingers. It's Deck. <laughs> Evening, lads. How are you? <laughs> we are How's good. Deck, good. Good stuff. We're all good. It's good. It's good to be back. It's been two weeks. I've been away, so it's good to be back. Um, see, I got chosen last night for the Brazil squad. Anyway, um, so it was nice <laughs> for Sam to choose me this week. Um, well, so hopefully Stephen will be along as well. Um, he is. Hoping to join us, but you know it's iffy. Um, put in he the chat comments anyway. Not being able to make it, and you're looking like Keith Lemon. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Thanks. Knew that was coming. You dick. <laughs> um, yeah, put in the comments how, what time do you think Stephen will arrive. Um, we'll take a sweep. I'll go for nine or nine oh eight. Give him three more minutes. I'll go for nine oh eight myself. Um, chat messages coming through. This James. Hello, J James. The evening, James. Issues the Keith lad. Piss off you, Carlos. You're having a laugh, um, you scout. <laughs> no, I'll not do that. Uh, and Gurney there, thanks. Evening, lads. Uh, how are we doing? Um, Brad Carter there. Evening, lads. Hope you're all ready for some proper racing this week. Deck, have you had finger in a socket, mate? <laughs> ah, it's funny. Mm. Funny he says that. So get that a bit. <laughs> We're all here. Bondy, what's up, chaps? He's the... Well, it's, there's lots of us joining us now. Charging his burner phone, Steve. Yeah, exactly. Of course he is. <laughs> well, we're going to be covering three races from Cheltenham this weekend. There's loads that we could be covering, um, but we're going to narrow it down and then put our best bets up with it as well. And then we're also going to be covering what could be two fantastic races from uh, Navan on Sunday. Well, there are some races from Nace that I'm sure you guys all touch on on Saturday. Um, but let's get kick things off, boys, because we want to start with this Arkle Challenge Trophy. Novices chase at Cheltenham on Saturday. It's the 145, and we've got a field of just seven here with Mon Morale. Oh, saying that, let's get that betting across. I've actually done some betting. There we go. Betting's coming across the bottom. Mon Morale is nine to four uh, with Tommy's Oscar, who was due to race at Carlisle, I think, two weeks ago on a Monday. But the I think it was called off the whole meeting, I think, on that one on that day. East three to one. Bambridge is at seven to two uh, for JP O'Brien, our Joseph. Pentland Hills, you know, former Cheltenham winner there at six to one. Glory and Fortune, who's probably not out of this at 12s. Sol Petrenda is at 20s. And the one that really is out of this is Patrick Neville's Fuse in at 125 to one. But we'll come over to Declan first. Um, what are you feeling about this one, Deck? 
is do you think this is a case of maybe of some of these the drops remember are dropping back to two miles here aren't they yeah but you know i think banbridge has won over hurdles over two miles and i think it could be a good thing here um i'm surprised at the betting like on merrill well he's kind of he, he's always looked like a chaser he hasn't jumped the fence in public um he probably should have gone chasing last year and take advantage 100%. of Mm. Yeah, of all the allowances he could get. And he seems to save his best for entry. Um look, it, it would be it's a grade two. There's not an awful there's it's not a great race. There's not an awful lot of much experience. Um like Pentland Hills is a winner over fences and he's never jumped the fence. Um <laughs> he, he is a former triumph winner. He's he's had his problems. He was off since um the, the champion hurdle like pre-pandemic and then he came back and won on the flat this season it was good to see but you know how does he jump we don't know tommy's oscar tommy's oscar is a horse i really like Um, he's a son of a mare called Glibane, who i you know she was a real cliff horse for me and she'd run into the place at big prices a lot and um she was just a really, really fun horse, really, really fun horse to follow. Um, real tough mare, and and always gave her running. He won on his chasing debut. Um, by a head, it was a two horse race. I don't really know what to make, but this would be very, very different. Glory and fortune. He tried chasing in twenty twenty. Um, wasn't really any use at it. Gave it up. He was second in the Christmas hurdle, and he won the Bet Fair, but. A very weak division that hurdle division in, in Britain last year. Sol yeah. Pretender had a bright start to his chasing career. He was only toured here the last day. And Fusain's zero and four over fences. Look, Banbridge is a Martin Pipe winner. Um, he won easily on chasing debut. I thought he was, you know, impressive enough. And he's the one with potential for me. Um, he should get his ground two shunted out before all the rain. He's, there's no rain due. It looks like he's got a good ground there. Like, I thought he would have, you know, he probably could step up and trip. Like, I just think he's a racehorse. He's he's a proper racehorse. Um, but I think he can come back and trip and beat this because I don't think there's an awful lot to be afraid of, to be honest. I, I can't understand make... why one Merrill's so short. I know yeah. it's probably what... coming from the stable. Um, mm. They're usually well-schooled, but Bambridge won a beginner's chase at, at Gowron and he'd done it really, really well. What did you make? What did you make of the dropping trip then for Monmorel, Ander? Um, look, they they kept him over hurdles because they thought he'd be good enough to run in a champion hurdle. Um, Deck already said it. They they should have gone chasing him. They they like they had what in my opinion last year, especially at the two mile at the two mile level was the weakest two mile novice chase division I I've witnessed in years, and I called it out at Christmas. Got bits of I got abuse over it actually once Verdi Hollow got injured. Um and look, Gabinaco was supplemented for the Arkle and came second. And I was tipping him for the, the three mile race. And so like it was it wasn't a good division. I think Monmorale would have given Edward Stone nightmares. Um now if I take that logic into this race, you would probably think I should be tipping him. But it's He's going up against horses now to have experience. It's his chasing debut. He's by far the most exciting horse in the race. He's still only five, of course. Very unexposed. Last season didn't go right for him because he did pick up an injury. Uh, Banbridge, obviously the Martin Pipe winner. Uh, very smart on debut over fences. I, I think it was Gowron. 
Uh, I could be wrong though. Um, but I thought he did it quite nicely, beat some nice horses. Uh, he's a bit defined on the book, on ratings, but because all these horses haven't kind of their first, you know, first bits of experience over fences, uh, outside of a couple of runs, you know, you could kind of forgive him that. But the highest rated of these over hurdles was Tommy's Oscar, who excelled last season, and for my money, was the best two mile hurdler in England last year. Um, I just don't think the champion hurdle went right for him. He was very, very keen. I don't think he. I don't think he relished the occasion. He was snapped up coming down the hill. Um, nothing went right for him, so I'd forgive him the champion hurdle and off his hurdles form. And even what he did on Chase debut, he only won a match, but he gave sixteen pounds to a, a horse that had already won five times over fences. And I thought that was to do that on your first run wasn't bad at all. Um, I think he sets the standard here at three to one. If he's clearing his hurdles rating and he he took defenses like that, beating a very experienced chaser. I think three to one is kind of a fair price, and would I be wanting to back him in a race like this? I think if you're having a, you know, having a bet in a very competitive novice chase at this time of year, you'd probably off your box. But um, I think Tommy's Oscar is probably the one to be with here, maybe on his hurdles form and and what he beat over fences on his first attempt, giving as I said a five time chase winner sixteen pounds. I thought was quite decent. Uh, so I'd be with Tommy's Oscar here, but I, I don't know if I'd be rushing to the book. He said, part with my money. Yeah, Bull shot on saying that Tommy's Oscar was probably the best that Brits had last year over two miles. I thought Marie's what rock was myself. Uh, that was a stunning performance in the over at Cheltenham. I thought she was brilliant. Yeah, but that was over two and a half. I said it's best two mile well, Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I should... <laughs> yeah. Oh, my and God. And that was yeah. against our own sex as well. No, it was it? against, yeah, yeah, it was against, it was against Mares. And I think that race fell apart for what it's worth as well. Yeah, you she, she backed it up at Punch Sound, though. She did, in fairness to her, she did. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, well, the way that the Nichols of Camp have spoke about Mon Morale leading up to this, and also a couple of years ago, you know, Mon Morale's already home and hose, and everybody's saying how well the, the uh, Nichols yard are going, you know, just mm. back Mon Morale. But he has drifted, you know, he opened up earlier and in the week at this race at five to four, six to four, and he's now nine to four. So, you know, yeah. it is a little bit uneasy there. To be honest, the fan of me would want to see Mon Morale sluice up because yeah. national fundraising in Britain needs a star. Like I know you have Shishkin. I know you have Shishkin. Well, Shishkin. <laughs> you yeah, have yeah. no one else, basically. Might as well put Shishkin up another two pounds if you win. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you might as well throw him up for being the only like, grade one horse in the country. But like you, I suppose you have like your Lahan Press and your Brave Man's Game. A few others that are, you know, unexposed. But Jesus Christ, you just need a few more stars. And I, I would love to see yeah. Mon Morale go and, you know, because he's only five. I'd love to go yeah. see him absolutely destroy this field. Oh yeah, Brad Carter, Constitution Hill, of course. I was thinking of Chasers, but, um, yeah, they're Constitution Hill, obviously. Um, look, you just need a few. You need a few stars. And Deck, you're a mutant man, I think. Yeah. yeah. I just on Constitution Hill. He's never done it outside of his company either. So. Yeah. True. You know. Yeah, deck's coming through really clear tonight. You've got a new microphone, haven't you? I've got a new mic, yeah. It's <laughs> really, really good, mate. Yeah, Where's it? oh, <laughs> look at that bad boy. That was a dildo. Fantastic, love it. Right, just selections for that race, uh, boys. Do you, anything you really fancy in that one? Or obviously, it didn't sound like any of you were going to go for any betting in that, but who would you be selection deck in that? Yeah, look, it's not a mad betting race, but um, everything Andy said about Tommy's Oscar is, is very, very fair. I think he's hit the nail on the head with him. But 
I, I just like Bambridge's um his chase debut. I like horses who won the Martin Pipe gone chasing. I don't know whether that's a thing, but you've had the likes of Don Polly, Sorde Champs, um Galloping the Champs, yeah. Galloping the Champs, like you know, uh even Kalulta Vic before he got hurt. Kalulta Vic, yeah. yeah so, Champagne classic won a grade one before he got hurt. Yeah, like it is, it is it is a race for it. back and blind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um yeah, no, I'll stick with Tommy's Oscar. I, I think I, I think we'll see him over further in time, but mm. uh, I think this is a, a good opportunity for him. Yeah. Great to see Anne Hamilton had uh bag an early early season winner though in a decent pot. Um thanks very much, boys. Let's come off from that one and we'll have a look at the next race we're gonna look at, which is the ever competitive, which is every single year, the Paddy Power Gold Cup handicap mm. chase. Um I mean Let's just put up the betting for this because it's it's so competitive that we've got French dynamite right at the top. You know, you probably everybody's been saying this week, you know. I mean, I know I saw Carlos who's actually been commenting in the comments that he thinks that this is home and horse, basically. French dynamite mm-hmm. at four to one, you know, brings brilliant form into the race. She uh, the horse is four to one. Galore is six to one and also and Andy um has mentioned quite a lot on this podcast and i'm sure that he'll mention in a couple of minutes a little bit more about galore stolen silver is at sixes um with ill redotto at eight a horse that i like in galahad quest uh 11 to 4 he's back in uh trying to win the hot race again is at 11 happy go lucky <laughs> at, at 12s midnight river at 12s kukordi 12s you know what a horse kukordi has been um can he do can you know i think was it that, was it this last year that kukordi fell in or am I, am I thinking about the one in January they fell in? No, I think he uh, did. He win the Caspian Caviar. I don't know if he won this. Yeah, I'm sure. Did he? I'm sure he fell in this maybe last year. Yeah, maybe he did. He last. did because it's usually on the same weekend as um, yeah. the Morgiana. Yeah, yeah. And then coming in after that is Mister Fisher. Who, Jesus Christ, that horse it's is a lot shy. of weight. Yeah, uh, simply the bets. Another horse that Andy, you know, you've put up. <laughs> You know, I think about two or three seasons ago, you know, 14 to 1. I, I, I backed him for the Gold Cup of 400 to 1, I think, about three or four years ago. <laughs> you did. You did. I think he'd win this race in a canter, and I think he was pulled up. <laughs> you really did. <laughs> Listen, that's what this game's uh, about opinions, isn't it? We'll come yeah. to you first, Andy, on this, because I'm sure you're going to start with a, a horse that, you know, ran well last time, Galard, didn't he? Uh, six I, to 1, yeah. yeah. I had in my notes, actually, yeah, with, with um, French Dynamite. Um, I think in the novice, the grade one novice chase at Leopardstown, he's beaten 104 lengths by Gallup and Deschamps. Uh, that, that someone was counting. 104 mm-hmm. lengths. Uh, which is about, yeah, that, that's literally him just getting over the last as Gallup and Deschamps is, is crossing the line. There wouldn't be one I'd love to one. see how they measure them distances. Did they just get yeah. a cut out horse? And you never see her, man, at the track with the little cut out. I've never seen it. Terry no. Hannon has a little cut out. Just... Yeah, he's, he's waiting. He's listening there waiting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, this, this is a really good race. It's great to see Happy Go Lucky back because, you know, he yeah. won a, a very competitive mm-hmm. handicap at Aintree, obviously missed last season. Um, it'd be great to see him pick up where he left off. And 151, he was on an upward trajectory. And look, he would be the most exciting winner of this race by an absolute mile because he, he could be a horse that could throw his hat in much better races going forward because we still don't quite know how good he is. Um, so again, if I'm pointing to the fan of me, I'd love to see Happy Go Lucky win this race, but off such a long layoff. Um, even though he was second in an Ultima, ultimately I think that was below form because of the horse that beat him. I think it was Vintage Clouds that beat him. I think he was having like his fifth run in the race at, at the time. 
Um, and then he obviously went and won at Aintree, which makes me kind of think, you know, if, if he was if he was so impressive at Aintree, does Cheltenham maybe suit him? Because on that form, he probably should have won the Ultima. I'm probably looking into it a bit too much, but I think it, it is worth noting. Cool, Code, cool Cody would take a bullet for the calls at this track. He absolutely loves it. Um, he's won at the festival, obviously, last year. Um, yeah. in a, cool in a race Cody won this, having brought every fence home with him as well. Remember? Yeah, oh, making God. a run yeah. and yeah, every making a run now. Yeah. Mm. And then he, yeah, like that, that, that two and a half mile chase at, at the festival probably just shouldn't be a thing. That was an absolute farce of race last year. Mm. Um, but it was great to see Cool Cody get his head in front. If there was ever a horse I deserved to win at a festival with his form around Cheltenham, it was probably him. Um, Slate House, another former winner, but as kind of he's just not as good as what he was. Um, yeah, no, Gala was the one, obviously, Chris, you, you mentioned it. I, I, a lot of time for this horse. He was one of my favorite novices two years ago. Um, before he got injured, missed all of last season, but still a very young and, in my opinion, a very much improving horse because he made a really bad mistake in the old round chase. Uh, I think it was about four out. I think it was the last fence down the back. And it, look, it, he would have been in his, like the jockey and the horse, they probably would have been in the rights to pull up. It was that bad of an error because it was his first run in a hell of a long time. But the horse, to his credit, he's not a big horse. He kept going and he kept galloping. and. To be honest, that that mistake probably cost him the race the way he was finishing. Um, it would make me think that 142 is a really, really lenient mark. Now, the two worries that I'd have about him is A, horses that have been off for a long time can often bounce on their second start. And B, I'm not convinced a track like Cheltenham would suit him. I think he could be better on a flatter track. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm. I do. So that, that would be my worry. Um, but option b or you know the flatter track it wouldn't be fair to pigeonhole the horse in that bracket without seeing him take it on so i wouldn't yeah. be saying he's not going to handle the track because that would just be stupid i'm just saying it could possibly be a worry um french dynamite brings brilliant form into it he's favorite um obviously one one on his uh, reappearance over hurdles uh beaten by albara at the punches down festival it was a really good run off a big weight and you know, beating the likes of Sealed in the Edge and running in graded company at 148, I th I think it's kind of a fair mark. Um, I know he gets a bit of tax from the English handicapper, um, but like 140, I think that kind of justifies him. I think it'd be you'd be hard pressed to say French Dynamite is a 150 plus horse over fences on what he's shown. I think he's a genuine, proper, decent handicapper, but he does have the potential to improve and. You know, nine to two, four to one. I think at that price, I'd be swerving him, but I, I couldn't put anybody off him. I just wouldn't be comfortable backing him at that particular price, really. I think I'd be sticking again. I'm, I wouldn't be overly confident, but even though I said the track may not like suit Gala's strengths, I wouldn't have any proof to back that up. Mm. So I would be willing to take a chance on him thinking that he's just so well handicapped because what he showed me in the old round chase was that was a horse that you know should probably should have been pulled up but you know fought on and, and was probably probably unlucky to go down so i'd be with gala here yeah. um well jamie snowden did highlight this race you know uh, oh, it was before. the obvious race from yeah it was he absolutely the obvious race. that old range chase. he said mm. he said whatever this horse will do will come on from this and the target is the paddy power yeah. gold cup um, and our old friend roland merrick it was oh, wow. His race, his race on the twenty sixth at Weatherby. If yeah. Gala bounces here, mm. they will step him up to three miles in that roll, America, and they won't yeah. see which way he went. You know, I, I can tell you that Skybet chase kind of horse, uh, Donny, um, January. 
No, I, I, like I, I wouldn't. I, I think the Roland Merrick's probably worth more. Mm. Um, mm. and you usually get a small field, and I think this horse will go well at a track at Weatherby, and I think three miles will sue him. So if he doesn't win this, and he ends up in the Roland Merrick, I, I, he'd be my bet at Christmas. He'd be my bet yeah. for for all of Christmas. I think he'd yeah. be really, really hard to beat. Um, and the very, very last thing I will say, it's kind of besides the point, but races like the Old Roan and this race and the Hennessy or whatever it's called now, the Coral Trophy, even the Roland Merrick. They're fantastic races to bring horses along, but after that, you do you have the Skybet Chase, I suppose. You have a few of the other races, but the the handicaps kind of go down and the graded races go up. I really love the start of the National Hunt season in Britain because there is actually really, really good handicaps for horses that they, they really should be taking these opportunities on, and it just they seem to get few and far between once you kind of go by Christmas, which is a real pity because I, I I love races like this and I love races like mm-hmm. the Old Rowan, and I think they there should be a few more of them throughout the the middle and towards the end of the season. Thanks very much, Andy. Uh, I'll just go over the one that I like for this one because I quite like Galahad Quest, who ran fifth in this last year. Um, actually, just fell just be- when uh, Cool Cody fell, was just behind that horse. Wasn't really impeded, so I can't really use that as an excuse, but was running on, you know, towards the death. Jane Williams has, you know, started the season quite well and, you know, does come into this race. Now, Galahad Quest off, you know, racing off a lighter weight. You know, the mark has gone down. Um, jumps for fun. I think he's a, he's a brilliant jumper, the horse. Um, just one that I think, you know, needs things to drop right. He's one of those type of hold-up horse. He can, he, actually, when he has one, he's won from the front, but I can't see him going to the front in, in this. He'll be he'll be shot by Cool Cody anyway. Um, you usually want to be up front in this race, though, don't you? It's well, hard yeah. to come from the back in this race, usually. Yeah, looking at the past. Well, I, mean, I, I remember when Happy Diva won this race and she did it from the front and... Yeah, um, you know, yeah, you do. And Baron Alco was another one that came from the front as well. I think Splash of Ginge before that came from the back. So, and the race tends to go to British trains races. I can't remember the last Irish winner of this race. Anyway, um, we don't bother our whole trying it. That's why. No, yeah, exactly. And when we do, we have the favour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just who's probably you know maybe thrown in maybe um, even given the British tax. But yeah, Galahad Quest, I thought, you know, last run last the run last time was a bit of a pipe open and his race wouldn't have suited. It was a, a four-runner handicap at Chepstow behind Flick of Voyou. You know, it was on good to firm ground too. So, you know, little out in the I thought the horse would come on for the for that run and a nice decent price there at 12 to 1 each way, Galahad Quest. Uh Deck, let's come to you. What's your fancy in this, mate? Uh, I think the market has this fairly right, to be honest. Um I, I do like Gala. You know, um, he was only beating the one and a half lengths in the all as Andy says, off the same mark. It was a really nice return. I know Andy's concerned about him on this track, but I think he's a really good jumper. Um, was it Wayne Canton he won at, at the Yeah, he won the, I think he won the Rising Stars, yeah. And that's where, I think that's where I first kind of yeah, came on my radar. Very, very yeah, he was brilliant. Yeah. He jumped for fun that day. Um, mm. And it was his jumping that, that won on the race. Um, and he was only yeah, four, getting all yeah, the allowances. He deserves yeah, to be there. Um, Il, Il Redato, he's in here off 140. He was told to do your job in the great two were there on um, Scottish National Day. I think that's good form, and that has to give him a chance here. But look, Mouse Morris might not be the force he, he once was, and but he doesn't send horses to Britain much. The four pound he's getting, he, he was... He ran off 144 in that really hot novice handicap chase at Punchestown. That is a mm. competitive race. Like, oh, Alberta beat him. Alberta 
I still think would have won the Galway play if he hadn't run up the, the arse of the loose horse who was coming back. Uh, he's gone out and won the weekend. Busseldon yeah. has gone and he won the National. Kerry National. Kerry National, yeah. No, for both those pieces of form tie in with Hewitt, who's gone and won the American Grand National and, you know, is, is now in the Gold Cup picture. What's he rated? Like, he, he's in the 160s. He's nearly 170 now, isn't he? Yeah. You know, so... The form is, is really, really solid. Don't forget uh, Fan de Blues though, Declan, because Fan de Blues has looked impressive in his two wins. Yeah, he's won twice since, yeah. Yeah. yeah like, the, the form is, is really, really solid. You might get £4 in Britain for that. For looking for, at the handicapper, funny. For, <laughs> you, know, you might get that £4 in Britain for finishing toward in that race if it was ran in Britain. He's got tax, you know, so... It's it's probably fair. I don't know. Has the has he? How, the handicapper obviously he's given him a chance. The handicap in Ireland left him on one hundred and forty four. Even though there's form falling there with that all over the place mm. there with that race. Mm-hmm. But I I just think he's a horse I really really liked, and he's been handicapped the right way. He ran in the graded races, and then he went off favourite that day. They punted the years off him, and they punted the years off Fighter Allen. Um. And he went at the fourth inning. Andy had a wedge. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. We just made it in the race. <laughs> we, we were there that day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, they, he went off favourite French Dynamo. I think he's a really, really good horse. I think he might have fell on his... I think I was there the day he fell on his chasing debut. Uh, and then he might have won the beginners. But he ran all... He's been handicapped the right way. He's grade one experience. You know, I... I I don't care that he was beaten that far by Galloping the Shams. Master McShee wasn't, but he probably what's he rated, Andy? He he's now had a chance of running this. Master McShee is eyes one fifty seven or something. He's quite high. Will he get a King George entry? I would oh. imagine the Savills Chase at Leopardstown. I'd I'd say to keep him at home. Um, probably. Yeah, look, he's he's not well handicapped. French Dynamite is well handicapped because he's you know. There was no point getting too close to Gallop and Deschamps. Was there? Nobody, you know, nobody could. So th- there was no, there was no point in trying. I think he could be a bit of a good thing here. Yeah. And I don't normally go for favourites, especially in in handicaps. Mm. Um, I never go look. Just a little bit of a hypothetical thing here, boys, because you know, shoot me down if I, if I think it is because you know, Mouse Morris. I, I would probably say. Uh, you know, you can you can come at me if you like, but he's probably a bit of an you know unfashionable. Would you say trainer? Well, he's like not really. His best days are probably behind him, but like he I can mean, still if, train. If this a horse, horse was trained, if this horse was trained by Emre, do you think this horse comes in maybe nine to four? No, no. look, it's it's no, it's no. it's still a it's still a competitive handicap. Like he's what is he four to one? Like mm-hmm. it's it's still a competitive handicap. Um. Just a mouse, like he's had a difficult time. The sun died. Um, yeah, you know, About seven, six, seven years ago. Mouse had a re- yeah, he, he mm. died in Argentina of carbon oxide poisoning. He's had a really, really difficult oh, wow. time. Um, but like mouse, like he, he trained, he, he trained Buckhouse to win the Queen Mother. Um, you know, he's a he, he's trained Gold Cup winners, he's trained Grand National winners. He can train a horse, he might not be doing it the way mm. he used it. Irish and English national winner in the same year. Irish yeah. English national winner in the same year. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, I don't. That was. I that might have been the year that he lost his son. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, it was general principle and rule the world. Wasn't it? World, yeah, yeah. Mm. Rule the world was the main. Yeah. When you yeah. Want it. Um, look, he, he can train a horse. I I like mouse's horses, and they improve so much when they go over a fence. I they tend to improve fence. in the spring as well. They use a spring that cunt mm. couldn't jump a fucking garden gate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But apart from him, I always think they, they improve and they go over the fence. Um, yeah. and, and especially the second season then. He's gone the yeah. right way about handicapping this horse. You know, he's prominent owners. I think he's going to be very, very difficult to beat. I think he's... I know I say every week that, you know, the horse in Britain, when you go into the 140s, they, they get a little bit dizzy. They fly up the handicap. <laughs> too too quickly but this horse is full of class he's i think he's a grade above these handicappers and i don't think he's gonna have a problem putting them away cheers deck um let's just go over these comments that i can see here that as carlos mentioned in there he splits he split french dynamite and stolen silver that is a coward move mate yep i can see that coward that they are <laughs> Brad has put in there that he he thinks Elrod Elrod daughter been sparkling at Ditchy Prep to the minute for this. Well, he, yeah, he nearly ran in the all round, didn't he? He was he was ended. Yeah, should have ran the all round. Yeah, let's park it. Simple the bets. Can Gee drag Maxwell's ass to a win? Nice <laughs> little each way. Is Maxwell on that horse? Well, he owns it, oh, yeah. so I'm assuming he is, yeah. Jesus Christ. I didn't even know that it had changed. And I hadn't looked at that. And then Michael Kieran O'Connor has put, what chances with Gary Moore's horse? I'm assuming that he's referring to editor De Geet there, who was, oh, Jesus Christ, was given the most strangest ride in that last race that he ran in. And the betting pattern would suggest that. I think that was a little bit dodgy myself. I won't go into it a little bit more, but I thought it was a very strange ride. Um, for me... You know, he's got a decent each way chance if he's ridden a little bit better, but no. He's, what, what, he's in the 150s, is he? Yeah, he's he's carrying nearly top weight, yeah. With now Who Hulu claiming three. Mr. Fisher's top weight, 12 stone. No chance. Mr. Bloody Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> I won't put up Carlos' comment, but I'll uh, just laugh at that. <laughs> you want to have a laugh, boys? <laughs> right, just selections for that then, boys. It's Galahad Quest each way for me at 12s. You deck. You are the favourite, oh, aren't you? French Dynamite, absolute good thing. Mm. Is that is that wine that you're drinking a bit of French Dynamite? Uh, it's Italian. Oh, it's Italian. It's Italian uh, stallion, that's what it is. I'm going to have a bet on Gala, and yeah. if he doesn't win, I'm going to get it all back and then some in the role of Merrick on the 26th, Ooh, because yeah. he'll win that down handstands, first time in three months. And when we come to do that podcast, don't don't you don't want to miss that one because the tale of Roland Merrick is one that we've told for many years. I need to look that up again. It's one of my favorite stories. Yeah, yeah it's one of the favorite stories. Yes, it is. Um, oh, nice little comment from Twitter that has just had through the inbox. Paddy and Bramber says that I'm looking very young tonight. Very young. Very young. Yeah, that's the silence. Yeah, thanks, boys. I, I look like a dick. I'm going to put it that way. I just you look like what? Um, Carlos said. Yeah, no, I yeah, <laughs> agree with that. Oh, 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 you mean no, I don't agree with that. I've only just come on. Us. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't agree with that, no. Right, the next race we're gonna come to is over on Sunday now. It's the Greatwood Handicap Hurdle. It is another very competitive race and another Irish gamble that seems to be happening here for Emmett Mullins. Um 
That was oh, who is he running here? Zero ten, is it? Or Noble Yates? Oh. Who's he got in here? <laughs> Thousand tears. Does lads at five? Sonny Sonny Gino at fives. Lads, I like to move it. Move it. Yeah, six to one. Jin Coco is at tens. Neither the Terror tens. West Cork tens. Current mood severance both at twelves. Teddy Blue won a absolute crap race last time at fourteen to one. Different candies at sixteens. It's you know. Have a look through the betting if you want to look at any of the others. 20 to 1 bar those. Um, it's, it's a head scratcher, basically. Yeah. Not a race I'll be getting involved with, but we'll come with you first, Declan. You'll have something in this. You'll have something at 50 to 1. I can just smell it. I can Not smell it. Not 50 to 1, but I, I do have... Um, I, I've been, I actually put this horse up for the race I, I, from the podcast with the Bar Stewards a couple of weeks ago. And um, I, I mentioned this horse for the Great Wood. It, it's Jim Coco. Um, he was second to Broomfield Hall, who's a, you know, she's gone on and she's won over fences this season. She's a really, really good attitude, by the way. When she won on debut over fences, you know, I, I, she was brought to a standstill at the second last and they all went by her and she picked up again. By the time she got, or maybe it was the third last, by the time she got to the last, you know, she, she was in front, she almost pulled herself up and she like got got the step ladder out, got over that, and like didn't do a tap in front, and just held one of the gardens off yeah. to to win the race. Uh, I think she's really really tough. And when he ran in this race, and it's unusual to see a British horse coming over like this. Um, it was what was it? His fourth start. Um, yeah, Coco was fourth start. Look, they punted the ears off him. He was green in the race. He just got out battled. And for an inexperienced horse, like it's it's no shame. Um he, he was only beaten one end. Those handicaps at the Punchestown Festival are, you know, you probably want three stone in hand, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you, you you probably do. Like you 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 know, the old saying you want seven for jockey hour jockey hour, you know, but you want twenty one pounds in hand, like you know, you want seven for jockey hour, seven for trainer error, and seven for luck. Um, they're they they really are very very competitive, and and he was banged there. He was just out battled. He was just beaten by not only a more experienced half, but a really really tough mare. Um, I I he could be absolutely thrown in here. You know who knows how good this horse could be. Uh, he's still very unexposed. Um, I really do fancy him here. It's just you'd. He, he has come out. He won somewhere Newton Abbott or something. We, yeah, I suppose we have the, the slight worry. He might still be a little bit inexperienced for a tough handicap hurdle like this. They'll race very, very tight. But, you know, mm. Punchestown has to have done him the world of good, you know, in a race that competitive. He's travelled, you know. We know British horses don't have passports, most of them. But, like, this fella has already travelled. He's proven that. And he came there to win the race. He, he literally just bumped into... A really, really tough mare who's come out and, you know, her performance over fences at Fairy House can be upgraded, in my opinion, because I think she won by a, a short head, but she wasn't doing a tap in front. She, she's definitely a horse to follow this year. Um, I, I, I agree with that, Deck. It's not like Harry Fry to throw a horse, you know, with just that four runs under his, under the belt into a race like this. He must think that this horse is very well handicapped, in my opinion, and will really enjoy, yeah. you know, conditions and the way the race will unfold. 
it's like he's thinking like an Irish trainer. Like, yeah. you know, he, he's, 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 you know, to go the punches down and, and try pull that off. Fair balls to him. There's a few more lads over there had, had the balls he had. Uh, and he nearly done it. He just bumped into it. He just bumped into one. She's just, she's just really, really tough. Thousand tears at the top. Like, you know, Emmett Mullins, like, we, we say this a bit about him. Like, is he very, very shrewd or does he not have a scooby-doo? Like, we still haven't worked that out, have we, you know? Yeah. I can't work what, out why he what, had what, his favour. What what race did this horse run in the last day? Was it? He's been running on the flat. Um, John, you see, Johnny Burke had him, and he's only he's only had one run for Willie Mullins. Or sorry, Willie. It was he's only had one run for Emmett, and it was um, in a amateurs race at Galway, an amateurs maiden at Galway on the flat. He's beaten by Dad's lad, but unless unless Emmett's you know turned them inside out since <laughs> July, which he might have, but I wouldn't be fucking putting money on it. Yeah. No, it's it just he's turned up in um, what's the owner's name? Paul, you man that owned the shunter, yeah, yeah. He, he's he's turned up in Paul, Paul yeah. Emmett Mullins and the boogies are gone. This fella's on one here now. This is a stroke. This thing, I don't, I don't never even fucking heard of the horse before when I looked him up tonight. Um, outside of that, look, Nina the Terrier is interesting because she gave 12 pounds to the Nichols horse, Sonagino. And she was beaten two and three quarter lengths. She receives two pounds today. Um, you, you'd have to take note of that. And Severance was dropped six pounds um, for the two length defeat to Evernock Fizz. Get do I have that right? Actually, six pounds for the two length defeat in Britain. Yeah. Do I have Indeed. that right? Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. B six length by Angolo a Haydock getting one pound now gets eight pound. That would, you know. You gotta be looking out for things like that. That that could give that horse a chance. But I just think Jim Coco I don't know how good this horse could be. Mm. But I think he's really, really well handicapped. And they have to go for this race. I just hope the race that punches down done on the world of good. And look, he nearly won it. He was you know, he just bumped into a really, really tough mare, in my opinion. And yeah. hopefully it's taught him a lot and he could be absolutely thrown in here. The horse that you mentioned there, Declan, you know, that beat Severance was N'Golo. And N'Golo's in this race. You know, he went. the horse went over to Anderfield, who did, you know, she did really well with the horse. You know, he won it last start. And it was a grade three that N'Golo... Swinton Hurdle, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a fantastic. You know, the, the, the ground, you know, the, the, it was good to soften in the middle of May. You'll get that round Haydock anyway. You know, it's, uh, it's a bog of a track. But that was a good performance. You know, N'Golo's a gutsy, gutsy horse. He was for... You know, he was for in his early days anyway for for, for Willie. You know, twenty five mm. to one. He's gone back to Patrick Neville now. Um, yeah, well, he ran and he he probably he would think he was second in in the Royal Bond. Um, was that who won that Royal Bond? Uh, oh, the the thing trained by the the Chivley Park horse that never done anything after trained by Bally Adam. Bally Bally Adam. Adam. Mm. Uh, he, I think he was second in that, but he. Like yeah, he, he, he ran all the third, third, yeah. Tord, yeah. Tord, look, if you're beaten, you're fucking... He placed. Yeah. <laughs> what about Presser, 25-1? Patrick Neville getting him back. Um, Andy, what do you think of this one, mate? Uh, yeah, no, I'll keep it short and sweet. I, I think there's a, a horse that this race will really suit. Uh, the Donald McCain horse, a different kind. Um, really really strong traveler a serial winner albeit at you know very very short prices and races he was entitled to win but 
I thought he ran really well at Cheltenham last year uh, behind North Lodge and Balco Coastal trying to give weight away. He was beaten about five lengths, but the race wasn't really one run to suit. Um, quite a small field he, that wasn't it Andy I remember that yeah one. it was a small enough field yeah and then he was beaten grade one company by John Bond but I wouldn't really hold that against him and he was very unlucky on his seasonal reappearance which he, unfortunately he got three pounds for but he was only beaten a short head but what was really interesting was he was really really wide on the track at Aintree that day and um, like he gave away stacks and stacks and stacks of ground and mm. he did kind of catch my eye the great one did cross my mind for him, but I thought he'd be a horse I might appreciate a bit further. But this is a race where they go really, really quick. And, you know, there's, as everyone always says on the new course, seven furlongs with only two hurdles uh, yeah. is, you know, is the way home. So I think this could be a horse that travels really, really strongly out the back and could he, come he switches to the crowd. He, he does. He's he's a, he does. Off. He does. Yeah. He very much switches off. I think he's a really strong traveler. I think he could mm -hmm. come from the clouds. Whether he's handicapped well enough to win is another thing, but I think he could be, you know, doing his best work late. He might catch them. I think he'll run into a place at the bare minimum, and that's good enough for me here. Yeah. No, I, that was a horse that I was actually looking at, Andy, because you do need a horse that, that can switch off in this. And, you know, Donald, you know, he, he's been living in the shadows a couple of seasons, had a really good season last year, and he's mm. getting those horses back again. You know, I remember the, the olden days when, I mean, I'm saying the olden days. It was only about 10 years ago when he had, you know, Peddler's Cross and what was that other? Overturn. Overturn. Jesus Christ. Mm. They were fantastic horses for Donald. You know, this, you know, it's, it's a good, this this race could really make up, you know, to really suit a different kind. Um, mm. They could have gone chasing it as well, which is another interesting thing. Yeah. Still only five, you know. Yeah. You know, only about Plenty of time with this horse anyway. Um not a lot of questions, I don't think, to answer either with the horse. Um, 16 to 1's a decent each way price. Yeah. Um, so we'll go over bets for that one. Um, Declan, you're very strong on one here, weren't you? Jim Coco for Harry Fry? Yeah, look, um, I'm just seeing Carlos' comments there that they, they, they might swerve this and go for the Supreme Trial. Ah, um, a lot shorter in the betting for that team, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, how good this, could this horse be? Now, they call it I don't think the word supreme deserves to be in there, to be honest. Is uh, Plains Indian still favourite? Yes. You know, yeah. Plains Indian's a fair horse, you know, but a bit off. You'd be disappointed if Plains Indian, like, he's been running through the summer in Ireland and been getting beaten and, you know, been there or thereabouts now. Probably has won races, but be disappointed if Plains Indian was the winner of the Supreme. Um, <laughs> if Jim Coco, look, I'd, I'd be very keen on Jim Coco if he does run. If not, I suppose, look, I gave a chance to Nina the Terrier, but I'd probably go for Severance if Jim Coco was. Yeah. Um, but like, Nina the Terrier, that's a massive swing of the weights for the horse, small enough in price, San Agino. What price is San Agino? Yeah, like, that's, that's, you know, Beaten two two and three quarter lengths, mm. um, given twelve pound receives two here. Look, I'm keen on Giancarlo. Sorry, it's five if, to one. Not if nine. he doesn't have to run, if he doesn't run like Carlos is saying, it'd be between the interior and, and Severance. Okay, cheers, Dick. Um, Andy, you you like a different kind, don't you? Yeah, very much so. I think he'd be. I yeah. think he'll. I, it's yeah. It's whether if, I don't know if he's handicapped well enough to win, but I, I, I think he'd be definitely on the premises. Though I think he'd be. At, you know, at that price, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. Him placed. I'd be happy to back me, Troy. 
yeah, you'll get some decent places on, on this if you shop around. You'll get five, six places. Uh, decent, decent each way shot, though, and different, different kind. Right, um, we're coming over to Ireland now. Uh, no betting through for this, but let's have a look at the railway bar. Liz Mullen Hurdle, which, you know, is going to be, you know, we meant, we said this before we just came on her, Andy, isn't it? This looks the bash up of the season so far. Yes, um, that's good, yeah. it, this it looks does look deeper than the, than the Hatton's Grace, to be honest. It does, actually, yeah. Does <laughs> they're all avoiding it. The there, yeah. Because they're avoiding Honeysuckle, really. Like, yeah. wouldn't it be nice to see Florida Parker take on Honeysuckle? Isn't that... Yeah, because he'd make the running. You know. We could see how good she is, like. Yeah, you yeah. see how... Really see how good she is. Mm. It would be lovely to see Florida Parker take on. But That's he doesn't... Funny. He's not good going that way, though, is he? He needs to go... You know, Chelsea, Nav and Andrew. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. That's why they're not. I say they would have. I mean, the entries in here are enough to make you salivate, really, with Bob Ollinger, Florin Porter, say the Burley, Zana here. Um, you know, horses that are going to, you know, want further, you know, like Delta Work, who's obviously going to be geared up towards the, uh, mm. the cross country chase at Cheltenham, anyway, Delta Work. I mean, were we, were we, I mean, and Ashdale Bob's not out of it, would you say? Ashdale Bob, it could be it could be his race, you know. That yeah, that's the um, you see the problem is flooring porters to lug around eleven stone twelve. Um, you know, that's giving five pounds to Zana here, and that's giving eight pounds to Ashdale Bob and Bob Ollinger. Like it's that's no easy task in any in no matter what yeah. way you look at it. Um we know Flying Porter is not going to be fully wound up. Now he would have won this race last year, in my opinion, if he didn't fall at the second last. But <sighs> What he does have going for him, <laughs> what he does have going for him is Gavin Cromwell has started this season like someone possessed. He's having winners all over the place. Yeah, he's um, got the burners on. Yeah, he's really he's really came out of the blocks quick. You know, maiden winner at Cork, maiden winner at Down Royal. I think he had a handicap winner at Cork as well. He'd have um, fucking yelled that was meant to be stopped, but a McManus or he'd put him all on he yeah. did not follow the script that day. <laughs> yeah, proper oh, hard. Yeah, proper one that was. Must have changed the feed. Zana here, then, you know, they're going to explore longer trips with them. They obviously fell against Epitant uh, at the last. Um, I think Epitant might have had him, though. Um, it's, I, it's I, I think um, I, I think she did, yeah. I, yeah. I think she tried to pick him up, yeah. Yeah, um, but he had a long season. Um, Ashdale Bob, now he does probably want softer ground. Like his effort in the Coral Cup from the front was something else in really testing ground, it, and he was only after the last. Yeah. Um, he ran Classical Dream fairly close down at Punchestown. I don't think Classical Dream was as good later in the season as he was early in the season, though, so that, that is probably worth noting. Uh, Delta Work is probably going to get a spin here because the cross country, cross country race is off at Cheltenham, so they're probably going to go here instead. Commander of Fleet, the Coral Cup winner. You know, very, very solid form in the book. It like you can explore so many avenues here. Do you want to go with the you know, probably the, the you know, the the Jill Stairs hurdle winner off eleven twelve? Do you want to go with the the young five year old kind of stepping up to this trip for only the second time with, with aspirations of going further? Ashdale Bob, do you want to go for most likely the here and now horse? You know, this I'm not saying it's his gold cup, but he'd probably be the most wound up. Or do you want to come back for the, you know, the potential star that's back hurling after, you know, hammering the likes of Capadano, who went on to win a, a Punchestown grade one. And obviously things didn't go quite right for Bob Ollinger. Like, even though he won at the Cheltenham Festival, it was the most unimpressive, fortunate win yeah. in grade one yeah. company you'll probably ever see. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, was probably compounded by him taking home the fourth last. Like, I've never seen a horse hit a fence harder and stay up. Um, but, like, it's it's really, really hard. I Like, my Flowing Porter is probably my f- favorite horse in training. Like, I love him. I, I, he is, probably is my favorite horse in training. But I'm not here to bet with my heart. And I think he's going to find life really, really difficult off 11 stone 12. I think the each way value is probably going to, by default, lie with Ashdale Bob, and I'm probably stealing Dex Thunder there. But he's the one that I think connections won't mind winning a race like this with him. I think he'd be more primed to win a race like this. And I, th- I just think the others are going to have more more to offer going forward. Uh, Bob Ollinger compl- is the joker in the deck. Uh, and it would be great to see him go and sluice up. But I just, that novice class or that novice division, I'm like what Gallivant de Champ did to them last year and even what Bob Ollinger did to the likes of Gallard de Manil and you know if you, and horses like that I'm just not absolutely convinced that he like you know coming back into open company whereas Ashdale Bob has improved and kind of showed his worth over hurdles um, and Bob Ollinger coming back to it I'm just not convinced Bob Ollinger is you know maybe what he was made out to be maybe like a I don't want to take getting away from him but you know I think Coming into open company, whether it's hurdles or, or fences, it humbles 90% of horses and he might fall into that bracket. And until he shows me that he can do it, I'll be kind of hesitant. I think Ashdale Bob, if he can maybe follow Flooring Porter, I don't think they're going to go hard with Flooring Porter in front, but I think Ashdale Bob is the one to maybe back for a place here. And you will get a good price because there's three absolute stars in front of him in the market. Uh, well, maybe two. Zanahir is a potential star at new trips, but... I think he could well be disrespected in the market. And as a pure value perspective, I think he's the one yeah. to keep an eye on here. You could be looking, you know, maybe around like 16, 18 to 1 for Ashdale Bob, who's... I'd be shocked if it was that big now, but, um, yeah. because you're probably going to get it. This is probably going to cut up, but it's going to cut up into a very good and select field. Mm. Um, I mean, it's mouthwatering, you know, isn't it, Andy? You know, if it doesn't cut up and it stays like this, wow, you mm. know. It will yeah, there's no reason more. there's no reason for the majority of them to defect like we'll probably mm. see Florin Porter we'll see Sire de Berlay. he's I think he's won this race I don't see why you wouldn't run Tihupu um Zanahir Ashdale but yeah you promise you probably will actually you could actually get nine or ten runners here which would be fantastic it'd be really really yeah. good mm. thanks very much Andy um Deck is Ashdale Bob been stolen as your thunder then yeah look up I long time being a fan of Ashdale Bob. Um was excited to see him going over fences last year, didn't work out, but I thought he ran a massive race in the Galmoy at Garen. Mm. You know, he, he was beaten ahead in the boy and hurdle here by an absolute peach for Riot on the Devil's Coachman um, by, by Mark Walsh. He chased home. Well, that was a great him. ride. Yeah. yeah. Take my hat off. That was a brilliant ride. It, it, it was a proper JP McManus ride. Um being by the shortest minimum margin. Yeah, uh, right on the line. Uh, I think he's a big, big chance. Like he chased on classical dream. I think he was toured. Was he second or toured in a Punchestown? Like second. second, yeah. Like his 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 hurdle form is really, really solid. Um, I think I, I might have backed him for the supreme. I, I thought he was really good novice hurdle. I think he was actually a second season novice. Um, but I thought he was really, really good, and. I'm hoping he's disrespected in the market here because I think he has a big chance. Like as Andy said, Farden Power's not going to be really wound up here. I'm not sure he was going to win the race last year. Um, he is a two-time stairs hurdle winner. He was touched 
topped off by um sorry the Berlay at Aintree, who's very difficult to work out here. But Florent Porter, look, he, he was beaten the year previous at Punchestown. Um, did he run at Punchestown, Andy? Yeah, not this season. He got he ran at Aintree instead. I think he, they went too fast at Aintree. He went too hard at Aintree. I think they found found him out. I think that's how you beat him. It's just you upset him on the front end. Yeah, have to. Um, there's just him. not many. There's not many horses that are good enough. You to have to get him. That's the problem. You have to get at him. Mm. Like, but he 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 upset himself at Punchestown the season before. Like, yeah, after. and he went the other way. He went right, didn't he? So he can't go right, which yeah. is a problem. Yeah. So look, sorry to Berlay, ten year old. He was well beaten the pretense. Um. And then he went and beat uh, Flora and Porter. They were miles clear, I think, as well, weren't they? They weren't about 20 yeah. days there, I think. Which can happen at Aintree. Like, I wouldn't read too much into that either. Um, but then Flora and Porter probably is that, far, he's that far ahead of everything in that race, probably. Um, I just saw it really. He was, he was Flora and Porter fell. He was beat. Darasso won this race last year, who's, you yeah. know, Podcast legend, absolute superstar. Mm. Um, Tihupo, he was last at Cheltenham, he was last at Punchestown. He's open trip here. Don't know, you, you'd want to be seeing a little bit more before you're, you know, getting brave enough to back him here. Uh, he wouldn't be for me. Santa here is a big, big danger. Um, I do think, Andy, that he was about to be picked up. I agree with you. Yeah. Our, our entry, but he was toward in the champion hurdle. This could be ideal for him. Um, but I'd say he'd be short enough. You know, could Zanahir be favourite for this race? Mother, I, I, I actually had him as favourite, yeah. I yeah, did. I, you know, I just think he'd be more valuable about Ashdale Bob. Bob Ollinger, never been seen now in Novice Company. Um, he was a really, really good, he was a really, really good Novice hoarder. He put Ashdale Bob to the sword at Nice in the, the Lawlers. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's had his problems. He had problems last year. Difficult to work out. Myself and Andy thought he should have went for the Arkle. He jumped like a two-miler. Um, he won the race at Cheltenham because Galloping Day Shumps fell. Um, now, you could argue that form is good because you're beating Bustledon by 40 lengths. But, you know, <laughs> the Bustledon, Bustledon went there to pick up the prize money. You know, he, he basically skilled around when he should have went for... The plate. He was favour for the plate, wasn't he? Favour for the plate. They like, took the know, money, yeah. Bob Ollinger was going to be beaten a hundred lengths by by Gallopin Deschamps. Um, they stepped him up to three miles. I never thought he'd stay. I thought he was at his limit when he beat Capadano in the, I think it's the Florida Pearl at Punches. Could have been the Colony. Yeah, it was. I think it was the Colony. Florida yeah. Pearl's early season, I think. Florida yeah, Pearl might be next weekend. Yeah. It was one of those anyway. Two, two, two and a half miles high. He was right on his limit there at the line. Um, mm. Capadano starting closing in. Now he was good up until then. I just don't know. Bob Ollinger has an awful lot to prove. And when you're going back, Hordland, you know, he's he was a good novice hurdler. But to be a senior hurdler, you usually have to hurdle like a hurdler. You need to make lengths, don't you? Yeah, he's, yeah, taking, he's, taking, on, he's taking on some of the best, are you? Yeah, like, you know, you have to hurdle like a, a hurdler. He was a novice hurdler. You <laughs> get away with it against novices because a lot of them are going chasing it. They're still, still learning. But I just, I'm just, i just not convinced by him. He's he's an awful lot to prove. Um, and people are excited about him. He won't. This fella wouldn't go home 
this fella wouldn't get the, the stairs trip at Cheltenham in a horse box. Like. He won't be the ambulance if he goes for the stairs hurdle. There's not a hope in hell of this horse getting three miles over hurdles on the new cars at Cheltenham. Absolutely no I'll follow way. Florin Porter, anyway. What are you at Leopardstown? What did you think he would at Leopardstown? No. No, no I, mm-hmm. I don't. He, he wasn't getting, if he wasn't getting over the two and a half over fences, right, he's not getting it over hurdles. And he's mm-hmm. definitely not getting it at the new course in Chetlin. The know? Liverpool hurdle is suiting, but like it's whether he's good enough for Yeah, I, I, I just think we've seen a horse who was riddled with potential and he never fulfilled it, unfortunately. Mm. There's loads of them out there, high horses. And, you know, it's, it's that's what, what novice divisions do, yeah. Yeah, we move on, like, you know. Um, Commander of the Fleet's in there who he won the he won what did he won the Coral Cup Coral Cup wasn't it yeah, um, yeah. Delta Walk cross country specialist <laughs> he's out for a now. Stay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. did Delta Walk ever win a hurdle race oh he was just touched off in a pretense wasn't he he, he, won, a no, he, he won the pretense yeah. he, he had a Glen oh, he, won the the pretense, yeah. he won the pretense he won the pretense he won the pretense and yeah. the maiden hurdle, obviously, that was it. Yeah, look, I, I think it could be a good bit of value about Ashdale Bob here. Mm. Hopefully they all turn up. Ashdale Bob, both fancied by the lads here. Um, it'd be a good value uh, for Ashdale. Um, let's see what the pre- let's see what happens over the next couple of days, see if it cuts up or not. Uh, the final race that we're going to look at is the four Tria, which is just straight after this race at 2.30 at Navan. Um, you know, sees the return of Fernie Hollow. Um also, the improving fan, the Blues is there, and also for Willie. Uh, Willie is, mm. is he three-handed or is he four-handed? He's three-handed in this with Gentleman de May as well. Uh, Captain Guinness, a horse that we've mentioned many times. It's a shame Steve's not here to talk about Andy Dufresne, and also he spoke about quite a lot. Um, and then there's River de Tell in there, who, you know, River de Tell is not up to this quality, is it, um, really? Let's see what turns up in this one. But what do you make of this one then, uh, Steve? Uh, Bloody hell, thinking that Stephen's here. Um, Deck, we'll come to you first. Then, on the what, we on the Fortria, is it? The Fortria, yeah. Look, Fernie Hollow's here and everything Fernie Hollow. Is Fernie Hollow alive? <laughs> Apparently. I think, I think so, just a bit. You know, um, it's hard to trust Fernie Hollow. He's always been brilliant. You know, apart from, did he have either blip over... He did blip in bumpers. Um, he was beaten in bumpers, and then he won at Cheltenham. Mm. And he, who was he beat Master McShea, didn't he? Over hurdles, was it Fernie Hollow beat Master McShea over hurdles? I think it was appreciated. And Fernie Hollow beat Bob Hollinger over hurdles. Beat Bob Hollinger, okay. Mm. Um, yeah, look, Carrying, oh, he looked brilliant. Yeah. Been mm. his favourite for the race at Cheltenham every year. Can't seem to get there. Obviously troubled. How how many times can they come back? I don't know. This race is not very deep, but it's competitive. Like fastest low is interesting there. Like he won his only ever chase in France, and he's got an entry here. Don't really know what to make of it. Um, They've no choice though. He's not novice, so that's the problem. Yeah. I know. Yeah. 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 Fair. Fair. Um, Paddy been an absolute absolute legend, but yeah, what a horse! Eleven years old, still going strong. Yeah, yeah. I'm not probably still up to this now. No, Captain, no. you know, Riviera de Tell, she she gets she still gets plenty of weight. She's a good jumper. 
She got plenty of weight last year, but she couldn't live a Fernie Hollow. Um, Captain Guinness had the measure of Andy Dufresne early last year, but that wasn't the real Andy Dufresne. I think Andy Dufresne is a proper two-mile chaser. Mm, I yeah, I've been waiting for this. Oh, <laughs> waiting for it. He's getting the weight as well. Look, I oh. think Andy Dufresne. I I think like he was second in the Grand Annual, wasn't he? That was the fucking plan last year. Yeah, like, he was did the fella. They punted the they punted the ears off him as well. Went off favourite for that, didn't it? Nine to I four was, or something yeah. over. I was at Nice. I was at Nice when Captain Guinness beat him, and I backed him because I always thought I always thought this was a two mile chaser. But because he was a point to point horse. People thought he was a Gold Cup horse. He's absolutely not. He's a two-mile chaser. Mm. And I went, I was there that night, and I was like, that, that, he was, he never, he fucking didn't try a yard. And I punted the ears off him in the fucking Grand Annual. You know, never mind anyone else. Um, I think they're going to go down this route, and they're going to have a go this year. You know, unless they would be fucking stopped on, if he stopped on Sunday, like I don't know, I, I don't know what handicap. Just back him every time he runs in a handicap. But I, I don't. I think they're gonna have a go this year. I uh, think he's a proper two mile chaser. I think he's a really, really good horse. He's not a Gold Cup horse because he won a point to point. You know, every horse gets every trip, but it's at what level you get it. And this fella doesn't want three miles. This fella wants two miles. He won a point to point, but he beat point to pointers over little point to point fences. He's a two-miler, and I hope he turns up, and I hope they try with him on Sunday, because I, I think he could be a really nice horse to follow mm. over two miles this season. Mm. You could go, you know, you could go to Britain with him, couldn't you? Well, Michael Kieran O'Connor just put, do you think he's a, a Ryan Earl horse? No, no, he's a two-miler. I, I think he's a two-miler. He could go to Britain with him, and, and Shishkin will swear every fucking race going. <laughs> And still get Tingle Creek down. will come too soon, actually. Probably the Desert Orc at Kempton. He might bump into Shishkin there. I mean, what turns up here, Andy, and what wins? I I, I, I agree with Declan. I don't need to say much more. I think Andy Dufresne getting six pounds off Captain Guinness. And I agree. I think I don't think the plan was to be Captain Guinness the last time they met. Um, that does me more than well. As I said, I've slate the two mile novice form from last year and i'm not going to be going singing gentlemen the maze praises now that would just make me look yeah. like a total fucking idiot so i'll be taking him on as long as the day is as, as the day is long yeah. um fairly hollow just not enough experience hard to trust but the talent is easily there he's so so you know he's been brilliant but again i don't think scraping home against riviere to tell is enough to be you know i wouldn't be losing sleep over that faster slow cost me a few quid in there a stone or something that day. Oh, she's getting stacks, yeah, but I wouldn't. I, I just, I just do not have any care for the novice, novice chasers at this trip last year. I couldn't until I see it. I, I'm just, I'm done with it. Um, uh, yeah, faster, slow. I, I, that photo cost me a few quid last year at the Cheltenham <laughs> Festival. Oh my god, I was sick. Um, but yeah, no, it's really unfortunate. You had to go and win a chase, but it, it, you know they can educate them in a race like this send him out around the back. It's one of the times it'd be justified because, you know, he's such little experience over fences, but he's a very nice horse. And did he's they look for handicap on. mark? Oh, they 100% will, yeah. They, I don't no, see did unless... They? Did they? Um, no, they didn't. I, you, you wouldn't be allowed off, off one. Um, I suppose you could, actually. I suppose you could. 
Um, but it's been so long ago. It was it was twenty nineteen. He won us Jay. So yeah, but they look. Um, they they probably they if they were forcing to give him one, they might they'd go off the hurdles because he he tried like he mm, he was mm. laid out for that race, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, very they, much. So. They, they'd be able to gauge it well enough, I'd say. Yeah, um, I think you're going to get a nice price on Andy Dufresne. Now we could run a little free on his seasonal reappearance, but it'll be factored into the price, and I'd I'd be very very sweet in them to to run well here. And I think you're, as I said, I think especially with gentlemen, the May, if we get that green hat on them, that'd be fucking lovely. Oh. <laughs> you know, we get that, it'd be absolutely lovely. Um, the green with the star. The green with the star, get that on no, him. Yeah, and you don't use any more. Do you remember the quarter cap, the green, the green yeah. yellow quarter yeah. cap? <laughs> won the champion hurdle in it. Lovely, lovely. Yeah, that's what we want on him. And I think Espar Dolan won the champion hurdle in that, didn't he? Or he won, yes. he won it. Or that yeah. might have been a star. Might have been the star. Well, he won it in the start. He got rid of it. It, it was the, the second horse in Ireland was the yellow and green quarter cap, and the second horse in Britain was the green with the white star. Mm. But they got. I rid think. Of uh, it. I think Captain CB won the supreme in it as well. Can uh, can you two put like together an English and an Irish like cap um, ratio, like a cap guide? Well, you have to enter enough horses in Britain to get different caps. You know. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> It'll only come applicable at like handicaps or something in Cheltenham or something like that. But uh, yeah, uh, so winner of that race for you, Declan, is the four trio. What are you going for? Uh, Andy Dufresne. Andy mm. Dufresne. Mm. And Andy, you the same. Yeah, Dufresne, yeah, happy. Dufresne, Dufresne. All right, thanks very much, boys. We are coming towards the end of the podcast now. It's been a quite a, 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 you know, a quick... Good pace. A quick zoom through Cheltenham. We've only covered the three races. Well, just, could only so give an hour fucking no, 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 no. Yeah, so I'm about to get killed. There's so much that we could do from Cheltenham, and there's so much that we could do maybe from even, uh, you know, Nace on Saturday. There's a great card there as well, and, uh, you know, Navin's card, the two we've covered, there's other ones that are supporting mm. it as well. We can and speak a bit on Twitter about it. Yeah, there's, there's good racing elsewhere. It's a good weekend's worth of racing. Um, but let's have a look at our yeah. best. It's a nice nice card. I, I I usually go today this nice meeting, but are you not heading over this time, Deck? I don't, I'm out tomorrow after work, so yeah. Um... Ooh. <laughs> that means that Saturday is an absolute write-off for Declan because he'll be getting in at five thirty a.m. after dancing <laughs> with loads of grannies in the middle of <laughs> something like that. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe not. Um, Deck, have you got any other fancies this weekend, then, mate? Yeah, look, there, there's. What's Look, the biggest bet this weekend? Come on, Dak. No, I don't have a big each way bet. I, no. I, there, there was nothing really jumping out at me. and There's a lot of good racing on. It was very difficult to get stuck into it before we come on tonight. But mm. If I do spot something, I'll put up. There's a horse at Cheltenham tomorrow. I mentioned I'd done the five to follow with the Bar Stewards. And I, I put this horse in. It's trained by Nigel Twiston Davis. He's making his hurdling debut. In, We've all been caught. We've all been caught. Oh, yes. We've all been caught. He's making mm. his hurdling debut. It's funny. Um, he he won, he won a point to point, but then he won a bumper um, at Newbury. And the horse he beat, he was very green that day. Look, but, you know, he, he showed a good attitude towards the end. Obviously, he, he showed the pace. He, he has the pace to win a bumper. I think he's plenty of stamina. Uh, I think he's, you know, he has that lovely blend. He's a proper racehorse. Uh, the horse he beat was Collector's yeah. Item, who's also in the race and who's seeing money. He has hurdling experience. He's come out in one of our yeah. hurdles at Chepso. So it, it is interesting. It's a good race, that deck. It really is. Hermes Allen's in there as well. Yeah, and it is a good race. Um, it was funny that, you know, none of us knew who our five to follows were. I had We've All Been Caught and Lee had um, Collector's Item. 
Oh, really? You know, Hermes, Allen, Hermes Allen's in mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Some race. There's some race. Some Just race. follow the race. Just watch this race. Yeah. The advice of the season. Watch this race. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I don't know how he jumps. You're hoping he jumps well. Collector's item has... Um, he has the hurling experience. We've all been caught with very green and showed a good attitude to win that win the bumper. I, I think he's plenty of stamina and he's the pace to win a bumper. So um it would be either of them to win this race for me. So it, it's collector's item or we've all been caught. That mind Chris's horse. Uh, I, I don't really have anything else. I'm not tipping um, it anyway in that race. <laughs> I'm not tipping it. I'm not even backing it in that race. What, what's, what sort of prices are we looking at? Uh, you, we've all been caught his 11 to 2. He's drifted, though. He was 7 to 2. So there's been quite a lot of money for Since Abrisco's been declared from Mullins and Town and the Rich Richard, there's been a lot of money for Abrisco. He's shot him from um, 4 to 1 into 2. That, that's only because he's trained by Willie and he's yeah, in the Rich Richie colours. Yeah. I don't know. Habri- is Abrisco going to Cheltenham, is he? Yeah. Tomorrow. Um, Jeez, no, that's a that's that's strong that's a, that's interesting then. yeah what, what, that's a good race tomorrow a very good race that one well it, it just it tests the champ kylie form and then brazil mm. he runs in the fishery lane and then well behind them in fourth was plains indian who's favorite for the supreme trial on sunday so it is just interesting that's a loaded race isn't it yeah it is Actually, my tip this weekend is to watch this race with a little notepad mm. just jot everything down it's a good race you're talking about notepads. This is the notepad to get. This is the notepad, the deck. Look at all these notes that I've started making, buddy. Look at How this. do I get one of them, Chris? The you can get them on. You can get them on Amazon. You know, they're very cheap. They're under a fiver. It's the, it's the USO podcast. Twenty twenty three. Where does the money go to? That's what I want to know. Uh, listen, we've only sold about three of them. So the money. The my back pocket foundation. Do you know what it is? I've, I've literally won. I've, I've got about three <laughs> quid. What is, what, <laughs> what, down there with some yoke that's going to win the Supreme. Try by hey, what, what's three pound going to get us? I'll chuck because I'll chuck three pound on a massive like give me give me four horses. I'll put them in on the anti post. You wouldn't get a bag of chips for three pound anymore. Exactly. You won't get it over here. It's shocking. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think my I think my missus ordered two of them too. So that's mm. how bad it is. <laughs> No, there has That's been. That's down how many times you've gone up to the podcast. Now you've been on voice around now, Chris. You need the mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, bud. <laughs> no, I'll be, I'll be here now for a couple of weeks anyway. Um, unlike Stephen, I don't know where he didn't even turn up. I've not even seen it in the group. I've not even checked my phone. But hope Steve's okay. He is get up early in the morning anyway. Um, there's two from me this weekend before we come to Andy. The one that I put up, Andy, I, I didn't even mention the one that I've put up in the Naps comp this weekend for the Silks magazine. <laughs> Is running at Nace tomorrow, uh, sorry, on Saturday. Um, it's another one from my little booklet um, that I did for the point-to-point recruits. And it's a Henry de Bromhead horse um, ridden by Rachel. It's called, the horse is called Hidden Valley Lake. And he's running in the second race at Nace at the 12.20. Um, carried out in a point. Yeah, he, he was he You was want to be slow to get carried out in a point-to-point, wouldn't you? <laughs> no, 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 no. You want to be very slow to be carried out in a point. No. Listen, this race is winnable, and Hidden Valley Lake would have absolutely annihilated. I I don't know why I've put it up actually, because I think the horse is going to go off very short odds. But you know, and it, we need a winner. <laughs> we had one. How last the fuck did get carried out in a point? Is there no rules? 
Yeah. You're we not, touched the fucking field. Just come back, on, come back, in the, come back around the you're, corner. You're, you're not allowed to wear There's no headgear in the point. It was carried, mm. the, the, the horse that carried it out was a loose horse, though. So, you know. Yeah. He must have carried it around the fence, was he? Yeah. No, he yes, carried he was carried around the fence. It, it, it is just a fucking field with bells. He's got a window in handstands. That was, that was what it was. Um, but yeah, Hidden Valley Lakes, um, twelve twenty at Nace on Saturday is one for me. Another one, I'd be interested to hear your opinions on this, boys, because this is a Saturday race. Um, it's an intermediate handicap hurdle. It's the three thirty on Saturday, and it's a is it Colm? It's a Colmer, Colm, not Colin, Colm Murphy. Is that right? Am I, am I saying Colin Murphy? Right? Yeah, Colm Murphy. Colin Murphy, um, who trains yeah. in previous. Yeah. In, yeah. yeah. Am I saying it right though? Is it Colm or Colm? Colm. 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 Yeah, the horse is the horse that I really like, and that is six to one, and it's El Perfecta. I thought, you know, I thought she was a, a decent winner at Lestor beating Stugger Rebene. Obviously, she's getting the British tax. Um, but before that, she ran well behind Flaming Room, Flaming Moon. In uh, in the Galway listed handicap, you know, during the summer before that, she won really, really well at Bellus Town. Um, I think she's an improving mare, and I'd be very interested in her chances in the three thirty um, on Saturday. Um, El Perfecta, she's around six to one. Andy, have you got anything else this weekend? Uh, just a one. It's uh, I actually put up for that Naps competition. It's the first race on Saturday, mm -hmm. the Triumph Trial at Cheltenham. Um, war correspondent for. Ray Cody. So I look I Bellex won did very well early season with him and I thought he was the horse showed a really good attitude in Hurland debut. Yeah. And um I think that race is very, very winnable. I know script riders in there, highly rated son of Churchill that was used to be trained by Aidan O'Brien, but you know, he only did what he had to do at Sedgefield and I think he's he could take maybe a bit the market market share there. So war correspondence about five to one eleven to two, I think. I think it's a really nice price and I think he's um one of the nicer juvenile hurdles hurdlers in Ireland at the minute. Um, who were probably led by either Cougar or Zarek the Brave, who we saw earlier this week. It was really impressive coming Very off the impressive, back of the yeah. second last. Yeah. I really, really he took mm -hmm. me now. Um, and then just keep an eye on the fishery lane. I nearly put a priory dancer, but the weight just put me off in the end. Um, especially, you know, I thought they, they might be nailing Brazil to the floor, but he ran that champ Coyote quite close. Uh, the Willie Mullins horse you guys were talking about goes to Cheltenham on Saturday, and then obviously Plains Indian, who was fourth, went out, won at Limerick in his favour for the Supreme Trial. So that looks like red hot form, especially if Brazil goes and wins that fishery lane. And what's yeah. Herbrisco, is it? Sabrisco or something? Herbrisco, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Suddenly, suddenly that champ Kylie's starting to look like a proper horse. And um, yeah. if you know, you, you just never know, but um, that that could be looking like strong form by the end of the weekend. But no, it would just be war corresponding for me, and then uh, Gala and uh, the Donald Kane horse. Okay, escape my mind. Chris, different like, kind. I like that too. Kind, yeah. yeah. So they're, they'd be my main three this week. Yeah. Cheers, boys. Um, nice message from Carlos here. I just showed this right at the bottom. Podcast isn't the same without you, Chris. You can't even read that because it's shocking. <laughs> there you go. Great to have you back on here. Podcast isn't the same without you. Thanks, Carlos. We may as well leave it at that. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Greer, I will just put up with this. Does England simulcast USA races? Um, Yes, that's all. I have no idea. I have no idea. But never mind. Uh, thanks very much, Andy. Thanks very much, Dick. Shame Steve couldn't be here. Enjoy the racing this weekend, and we will see you again next week. Cheers, boys. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Bye-bye.